Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Chronically Fabulous Podcast. With you once again, we have Big Money. What's what? Hi. Hi, hi. And I am Twitch, as always, thanking you so much for joining us today. Uh, we're going to start off with our uh, for, with our wins and losses for the week. I mean, how are you guys this week? Was it good? Was it not so good? Kind of ups and downs. Uh, let's start out with uh, Big Money. What have you been up to? Um, my week has been, I mean, not, uh, terrible, but also not the most comfortable kind of week. Um, I've been having kind of, my loss for the week is just, uh, having some discomfort in my stomach area. And, um, that has been, it's been like a battle with nausea spells all week. So that's definitely something that always brings me down and kind of messes with my head. Mm-hmm. a little bit um and so it's you know nobody wants to feel nauseous nobody wants to feel like a big shit bag but sometimes <laughs> it happens and it happens more often of course for you know the three of us but it is what it is um what else i mean like honestly um nausea is something new that i've been dealing with and it's the worst i can i can like manage through almost any other type of you know typical ailment but as soon as I'm nauseated I'm done yeah I can I can deal with anything else as well but like nausea is just awful and I don't know if maybe um it's kind of attributed to my PTSD um Mm -hmm. I know we talked privately the three of us and you know I won't go into it but definitely I was having some issues I guess with my PTSD and a little bit of anxiety of this week so Mm -hmm. I think that could have been where I was getting the pain but I mean, I've had this pain and this nausea for a while now. It's been a couple months. So hopefully I can get some answers on what's going on and we can start fixing that problem. But Mm -hmm. uh, my wins for the week is um, helping my oldest uh, former womb dweller, uh, (laughs) helping him with uh, his projects he had. And they were kind of right up my alley. It was more of a science topic to it. So that was a win um, for being a successful homeschooler this week. <laughs> awesome. That's great. Um, okay. So how about you, Pi? How, how have you been doing so far? Um, it's a catch 22. Mm-hmm. Um, my week has been wonderful in the sense that my husband and I have been doing an awful lot of gardening and it's really nice. It's something we can agree on and do something <laughs> that actually creates something beautiful instead of destruct. Nice. Um, <laughs> And my losses are my appetite. I'm just not eating. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm full-fledged into the back of the way I was. I just don't eat all goddamn day. And I'm angry because of it. Because I want to eat. I really, truly want to eat. But then it comes down to eating. And it's like, no, I don't want to keep this either down. Or I just don't want to finish it. Mm-hmm. Or I'm just not even quite interested after I'm done making it. Um, and then there's times where I'm just stuffing my face. And then that just makes me sick. Which is overall unhealthy. And that's where about I am this week. How about yeah. you, Um, Not uh, not too bad. I mean, I, I definitely had a rough week uh, migraine-wise. Migraine and fatigue, I was I was down on the couch a lot um, and very frustrated with that. Uh, and I, I actually had some issues with, like, my digestive and eating, too. Like I said, it's not something that comes around too often, but it was there this week. And um, I think kind of like what you were just trying to explain, Pi, it's like, I'll open the fridge because I'm hungry and I'll look at everything. I'll be like, well, 
you know, mm-hmm. I don't want any of it. Mm-hmm. And, um, so you're kind of left with nothing. Um, I found that uh, having smoothies or even like a decent protein shake go-to helped a lot with that. Um, there was a, I think it was last summer, I spent the entire summer just like basically drinking like the Vega uh, protein shakes during the day. It's not the best thing to do, but when you can't stomach anything else, it helps. Yeah. Um, but uh, other than that, I had, um, we had some wins this week with my little guy. He's three. So we're going through potty training and um, he's been doing really well. Actually, he only had one accident today. So we're very proud trying to get off that diaper train ASAP because I mean, if you don't have to spend money on it, that would be great. And uh, we went out for like a huge family walk yesterday and I climbed, there's this uh, massive hill in our development. And since we moved in a couple of years ago, I've like, it's been my mission to get to the top of that hill. And I did it yesterday and I was so happy and so proud. So that's like my, my personal huge win this week. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah to all of us. So it's, it's nice though, like when I'm having an off week, my son's really good. I, I call him my puppy because he just kind of like mm. comes and he sits with me. And, and if he knows I'm not feeling well, he's like, oh, mommy's sad. And he's like, I'm sad, mommy's sad. So we like to snuggle, but uh, you guys have your actual fur babies, right? Like, I'm sure that's a huge help when you're having a less than stellar week. Yeah, it's definitely awesome. Um, I don't know what I would do without a furry companion, um, you know, and uh, having Anubis in my life has definitely been been a good therapy for me, um, dealing with anxiety, uh, PTSD, and um, having him just kind of become more aware of me and when I'm not feeling well and I can tell that he picks up on my cue. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's maybe I give off a different scent when I'm like not feeling good. So he kind of um, gets in that mode where he literally like if I had a zipper from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet, he would unzip it to jump inside of my body. (laughs) Um, That I just, that's what he would do for sure. Loki too. Yeah. You had some good pictures of your snuggle with uh, with Loki today. Oh, he's wonderful. He's my lovely boy. He just, even, <clears throat> sorry to uh, uh, off trail, but we watched Homeward Bound, which was the worst idea oh, ever. Oh, yes, I remember no. that movie. <laughs> I bawled, and I bawled the whole movie, and it got to the part that I cry the hardest, when Shadow falls in the shaft. Always, yeah. And I've just recently lost my mutt that lived at my parents. I, I rescued him from the shelter. He was my guy. But mm-hmm. I left him at my parents because he was a big mutt and he deserved the property instead of going apartment to apartment, apartment with me. And he lived to be 17 and he's recently gone, mm-hmm. but I never got to say goodbye. So that's oh. plaguing me hard. So we, every episode, or every, sorry, episode, episode, every episode, <laughs> I'm like, my big boy's gone. And I'm just, oh, it's, it's bad. It's bad news bears. You no. do one of those ugly cries with it? Oh, yeah. And Loki just, boom, he just knew immediately. And he was just by my side, grooming my tears. And mm-hmm. I'm just loving it up. He was just my man. He was good. 
He was real good. <laughs> that's awesome. I uh, like we don't have any pets right now. We're we're waiting a little bit to to get a dog. But um, growing up, I had I had this ridiculous cat that everybody who even hated cats loved, and he was more of like a dog. Like I remember when hubby and I started dating. So we'd be out super late and uh, we'd get home at like two in the morning or whatever. My cat would be at the end of the walk and he would see us and he'd be like, meow, meow, and like turn around and make sure we were following. Like he'd give us shit for being out so late. <laughs> and then, um, I would always share my snacks with him. Uh, and I, he was, um, we rescued him from the USPCA as well. And I missed that because he was the same way. Like whenever I was down or upset or whatever, like he was there and the purr would happen. And like, you know, just that, that comfort of that warm, very heavy body on my chest. Um, <laughs> and I miss it. I miss it so much. I, it, animals and, and pets are, are huge in my life. And I hate that it's been so long since I've had one, but um, we're definitely like working towards getting one, hopefully in the next year or so. Yeah, I was pretty antsy after um, I had lost uh, Brocky. Um, he was a huge part of my life and a huge companion for me. So losing him was absolutely hard. And uh, I thought, you know, for sure, I'm going to get another cat. Um, and I almost did. Uh, but, you know, unfortunately, it just, um, for me personally, it was really hard for me to get over that grief mm -hmm. of losing Brocky so you know I went the opposite spectrum and I got a dog <laughs> <laughs> the best dog <laughs> the majestic the dog <laughs> the majestic Anubis is a good boy <laughs> he's a goddess boy <laughs> protecting his family dwelling uh protecting us from plastic bags because he he doesn't protect from anything other than nothing because, you know, it could be absolutely nothing. And he, his ears perk right up and he goes, boof, 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 boof. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you even yelling at? There's nothing there, tough guy. Like, calm down. Calm down. Jeez. Um, I remember, I just like talking about dogs and stuff. I remember um, I learned recently that uh, my grandparents, they had an Airedale when I was growing up and it was dumb as dirt. I have not met a dumber dog since his, <laughs> dog. his name was Mac. And like, you would look at him and be like, oh, your spare parts, aren't you? And it's just, okay, so. Your spare parts, aren't you? <laughs> the Franken dog. So like, we, we would watch um, Mac when my grandparents would go away. And there was one day, he, he, he does what all dogs do, but in an even dumber way, uh, where he would just like sit at the door and stare outside until you let him out. And then he'd turn around and stare back inside until you let him in. And so it got to the point where he, he was doing this. And so we, we all took off our socks and like we balled them up and threw them at the glass door. And he didn't flinch once. He just stood there staring. And we're like, this dog, man, like, I don't. I don't get how something can be this dumb. Anyway, I found <laughs> out recently that this dog was supposed to be the pride and joy of my grandfather, um, who had known an Airedale when he was younger that was incredibly well-trained, extremely intelligent, and like he actually convinced my grandmother to get an Airedale. 
and ended up with this defective dog instead. <laughs> Apparently being like one of the harshest things he ever lived through. <laughs> <laughs> this defective dog. Oh man, it was, there was nothing going on in there. Yeah, bats in the belfry. <laughs> yeah, if you're lucky, man, I don't think so. <laughs> so that was fun. Um, so uh, we have all been fortunate enough to be able to uh, adopt and rescue the pets that we have, which is great. Um, now, something that I have noticed recently uh, and that has been concerning to me is um, I'm a part of like a bunch of mom groups on Facebook this is what I do uh, and there are so many posts about uh, adopting or buying a dog and people being like oh we think we might give it a try and and you know you're seeing stories about shelters uh, being so excited that like they're they're empty right now this is concerning to me, and I am very curious to, to hear what you guys think about it, because I feel like it's an impulse buy, and they're going to end up back there. Absolutely. I agree that I think it's an impulse buy. Some may, um, you know, absolutely, genuinely do want a dog, and there are some, and I'm not saying that those that are, we would put in quotations, impulse buyers, um, I'm not saying that you know, they're, they're not really wanting this dog mm -hmm. because you do want this dog and you have wanted this dog. I get it. Um, but I'm noticing that because of everything, I'm seeing a lot more people walking around that never had dogs before. Yeah. And, and it's like, I know you don't have a dog. I, I walk my dog around here all the time and I never see you mm -hmm. here. So that leads me to like, it, it almost feels like they just need something to walk with or an excuse to walk out mm -hmm. side the door. And that is their escape goat. But more importantly, my concern is what happens when everything goes back to normal? I know that all these people, you know, they can't sit here and tell me that they've never, well, they've never gone, well, you know what? I want a dog, but you know what? I don't have the time for it. I don't have the time. I work too much, whatever. What, what do you think has changed? Nothing. Just because you're stuck in this pandemic and you're stuck in your house and you're not going to work, for those that are not working, that's no excuse to sit back and go, well, you know what, now I have the time. But give it three, five, six months down the road, maybe a year down the road, and you go back to work, now what? Mm -hmm. You're gone back to your work weeks that you were doing before Social and your life has not changed. And, and then what, what happens? Now, that, now you have that dog that you had so much time for before but you, you don't now because you're gone back to your regular life. So what are you going to do? Are you just going to give it up? Like I just, it bothers me. And it was a gut feeling I had. Now I was a foster. I fostered a dog uh, for those that don't know. Um, and it was a great experience. And, um, but I did notice and I, I noticed like through the whole week, this one week, all of a sudden it was like, Oh, we have a potential adopter for this one. Oh, we have a potential adopter for this one. We have one for this one. And it's like every two seconds there was, we have a potential adopter for this. Where did these people come from? They were never there before. Now all of a sudden we have no fosters. Everybody's empty handed basically because everybody wants dogs. And I don't know. I think I just need to stop talking right now because uh, 
just mm-hmm. I'm just gonna get angry and uh, you know nobody wants to see Kim you're really passionate good. passionate big money passionate it's definitely passion <laughs> all right my turn <laughs> <laughs> what do you gotta pie. say pie what do you gotta say pie give okay. us a slice of that pie <laughs> so, <laughs> Each Hi, of my kids, I have several, several. Hi, baby boy. Oh, boss, everything. Hi, handsome. Oh, mm-hmm. most beautiful boy. It's FaceTime. That's right. Yeah, oh, you couldn't God. hear him, but he came in and he said, "Hi, everybody." <laughs> he came and he's like, "Pie." <laughs> he calls me often. And <laughs> he's a good boy. He likes to check in. You know. All right. Sorry, bye. <laughs> oh, don't apologize. That's beautiful. I love him. Okay. Um, so I have several pets and each of mine are all rescues. They all come with their own unique stories, which is kind of long in the tooth if I have to go through each of them. So I will just say that Loki is my most challenging. Um, he's wonderful. He's beautiful. He's my best friend, but it's been 10 years and some things are still not broken. Mm -hmm. So that's just something you have to consider when you take somebody on. Um, and it's, it's horrible things. (laughs) Like I lose some cherished items. He's a garbage eater. He loves garbage. (laughs) So he can to get garbage or, or tissues and, and even if you douse them in hot sauce, doesn't teach them a darn thing. So it, it's difficult. And it's difficult for me because I've I've spent the money and I've spent the legwork to be a certified dog trainer. And I still can't break this little, can I say bastard? I'm saying bastard. He's a little you bastard. Can. I love him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do want to just add some positive notes because I know it's just so easy to harp on uh, this subject and I really wanted to harp on this subject and I thought you know what why don't you just spin it for a moment and be productive and say when life goes back to normal in six weeks you may not have the sufficient amount of time to get that perfect pet that you've been expecting to get it's a permanent thing not permanent well it's permanent for them and permanent for them for example I have a cat that's 17 I adopted her when I was 15 that wasn't an impulse buy. I've had to move apartment, apartment, apartment to adjust to her. Mm-hmm. And she's still kicking. And is she kicking like a fierce, like she's three pounds and she kicks everybody's ass. <laughs> so, um, just it's some positive spins I wanted to say is um, just do a little bit of research. Um, any kind of book that's um, by Karen Pryor. I even like sees. Milan's book, they're simple and fun to read. Um, there's a book that's called The Essentials of Conditions, Conditioning and Learning. Um, it's one of those fancy third editions, and it's great. It just kind of gives you the basics of what Skinner learned when he was torturing those poor little animals. It's terrible, but he learned <laughs> quite a bit, and you can learn too. Um, Karen Pryor's Don't Shoot the Dog is a nicer form of learning if you don't want to hear all the nitty-gritty gross stuff. Um, if you want something really that's um, going to speak to your heart, anything by Temple Grandin is fantastic. Mm, Temple Grandin's great. Right. She just, she just gets right down on the hands and knees and explains things that you would never ever consider like oh yeah so she really makes earning or earning yeah earning a dog yeah you gotta earn it, you gotta <laughs> earn it. <laughs> <laughs> and owning a dog 
she makes it simple, I guess. She she puts it in layman's terms, I guess. Mm -hmm. Oh, please edit that out. That was rude. Um, (laughs) 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 Um, Also, there's a book called uh, Brain Games for Dogs by Aerosmith, and it's something to consider if you have a busybody that is too smart for his own bastard good and knows when you're distracted and how to keep himself busy. Um, The problem with bad dogs is they're smart. They're going to outsmart you. They're not, they're, they're, they're bastards, but they're smart. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. need to be So that's, um, oh, clicker training. Oh, look, I've got my cute little notes. I would suggest clicker training, reading into that. It's, it's very beneficial. I was even able to train my cat in college. A lot of the um, <laughs> courses involved you training a pet, and all these people were training their dogs. I didn't have one. I had a radio and a little apartment and I clicker trained her to hop up on things and to respond to me and actually like beg with the noise. It was kind of, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, I actually did that not with a clicker, uh, but I did that when I was younger with my cat too. Like, um, I don't know if you ever use like the pounce treats, uh, yeah. if there's still a thing, but they were like in the jar and I was like shaking and they'll come. And so like, I trained them with that and yeah, like it's, it's very, uh, very cool. <laughs> I'd like to extend on like what Pi was saying there with like training and stuff. It's in uh, that rescues predominantly take a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Any dog takes a lot of work. It's like taking on a child for sure, but rescues even more so. My boy, I've had him since August, so it's probably been about eight months since I've had him, and he is still changing. He's still changing. It's a lot. It's a long-term commitment that you need to give into this animal. This is not an impulse buy. And it's not, sometimes when you adopt especially, you're not getting that cute, playful puppy that you were expecting. You know, the one that's gonna like hop up and like roll over and trip over its feet and stuff. Like you won't have those magical moments. The Mm -hmm. magical moments you're going to have is how you could get them to trust you how to get them like that alone takes a long time. It did not, it took forever for me to get Anubis to allow me to clip his nails. Yeah. Like now he'll let me, but before hell no, I was not allowed to touch his paws. He had a lot of issues and that's okay. I was willing to take that on. But my concern is are people really willing to take that on? Because a lot of people don't have the patience for things like that let alone their own children or their themselves. What makes you think you're going to have the patience for a dog? Absolutely. Um, I mean, one, one other side of the coin, and this is something that my, my husband and I have talked about before was um, like back when I, I was still working, he was worried about getting an animal because, you know, we, especially like a, a, a young one. So like a, a puppy puppy. And he's like, we won't have the time to put the training in if you're working. Um, and I think if, if that's the reason that now seems like the right time for a purchase or an adoption, that you, you want the puppy puppy, but you want to put the time in to train it and, and all of that, I think that's like an acceptable reason to use this time. Um, but mm-hmm. there's, um, like I was saying in the mom groups and stuff too, especially so many posts of just being like, well, you know, we never really wanted one before, but you know, we figure why not? I figured it's something the kids could do. It's something to keep us entertained. And it's just, 
you know, when I, when I see it put like that, um, it's, it's heartbreaking. And then aside from just all of what we've said already, regardless of your intentions of, of, you know, why you want to get one and whatever, what happens when you go back and this animal starts to experience severe separation anxiety? Because all it knows is um, you being there all the time and always being surrounded by the family. And then all of a sudden you're back at work, the kids are back at school, and this animal is being a, like left alone for the very first time. Mm-hmm. That is going to be a huge transition. And then you're going to have to deal with the separation anxiety mm-hmm. and that in, in itself is hard. It took me forever for Anubis to not scream bloody murder when I left the house mm-hmm. because I would leave and I would just hear him screaming in his crate. Like it, it, it's, it's real, it's, it's real shit that you got to deal with. You got to fix their psychological problems and that's hard. You know, and another point too, um, I know we discussed this earlier in the week and Pi was getting very heated. Um, <laughs> I, won't, I won't get into it too much other than do your research on breeds. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get a dog because it's fucking adorable. Don't get a dog for that, that purpose only. Oh, that dog is beautiful. I want it. Learn what that dog is. Learn what the breed is. Learn its temperament, everything, because you can't just take in any dog. Mm-hmm. When I found out what Anubis was, when I saw his picture, I was like, oh, he's so adorable. I need him in my life. That's the dog for me. I immediately, because I had never heard of his breed, and he is a Formosan mountain dog or also called a Taiwan dog, um, native to Taiwan, of course, got the pointy ears and that. But if you really do the research, you find out that the Dutch do with that type of breed. They brought in a lot of German shepherds, they brought in a lot of duchies and, and um, mouths. So the breeding ended up mixing mm-hmm. and they still had that look of a Formosa mountain dog, but they also, a lot of them came up with like shepherd coloring cool. or the, the brindle coloring like Anubis. He's, he's a beautiful black brindle dog for those who have never seen him. He's and but he has every single trait that I read up on. He is very loving. He's very loyal. Um, he's incredibly intelligent, like smart as hell. Um, I get a treat out for him and right away he knows exactly what I'm going to ask him. He, I'll bring the treat out and I just show him and he sits. Then he throws his paw up. Then he jumps up standing on his feet and stands there and then I give him the treat. I don't even need to say sit, paw, stand. He does it all automatically because he's fucking smart. He's too smart for his own good. But also, he's very high energy. He needs to be walked constantly. He needs to be running out in the backyard. He needs to be exercised. He needs to be worked. And I'm not saying work like work them to the bone. I'm saying give them some agility training. He needs to be played with things like that. Like he's not lazy. And that's just comes with his traits of his breed. And a lot of people don't realize that you get a dog, like a Husky, you get a dog, like uh, an American bully. You don't know their characteristics unless you do some research. Don't get the dog because it's gorgeous. Don't do that. Please don't do that. Really do your work and look it up and know what you're getting yourself into and how you can help this dog. 
become a dog. Yeah. It's okay to say no. It's okay to wait. It's okay to wait the six, seven years before you get the next dog or the dog you want. Mm -hmm. Doing it right. You're just doing it right. When, when I was younger, um, the, the first experience I had of having a dog was the wrong type of dog. And for anybody who knows, you know, my family, especially my mom, you know, that we would never be the type to like get rid of an animal unless there was a really, really good reason for it. And so what ended up happening was, um, we got this, uh, border collie puppy, cutest thing in the world. We named her Oreo problem was was that a border collie is a herding dog and I was still really young I was five or six I think and she would herd me so she would chase me around and bite my ankles and she would chase me up onto the couch and she would bark at me to make me stay there and we had we had to get rid of her we this is actually a true story of a dog that went to go live on a farm because my mom found one but it was heartbreaking and I, I still remember like lying in my bed sobbing about having to give her away even though like she was quote-unquote mean to me um I was still heartbroken about it so when when we got our our next one you know we we were a little more uh conscious of the type of race and my mom had had German shepherds all of her life and really great experiences so we ended up getting a, a shepherd mix but and he was great um but yeah, that border collie and like that experience sticks with me. Like I still remember giving her away and being so upset and that being a very important learning experience um, for like all the reasons Big Money and Pi have said, like you, you have to know what you're getting into. A dog isn't a dog isn't a dog, you know, like there are different breeds for reasons. Um, so absolutely if it's something you're considering you you have to really look into what you're getting into um even if you're not uh looking to purchase from a breeder um even talking with one just to to find out their experience with a certain breed could be very beneficial well and a lot of breeders too they know the temperament of those dogs and they're not gonna just release them i at least i would hope they wouldn't just release them too because i know some that will be like have you ever had this type of dog before? You need to be experienced with these dogs before. And when I was fostering Addie, I knew she was an American bully and I knew of their temperament and I know how she is. She's very stubborn. Like if she doesn't want to do something, she's not going to. And you could push them and they would, they will fight back. And they're not little dogs either. They're tough as hell. They're all muscle. And I would try to move her and be like, Addie, move your goddamn ass. And she would just like, she would not move. She'd look at me like, fuck you. Like, I'm not moving. Like, you, you move. Like, I'm not moving. And, you know, you need to know, are you able to handle that? Because, you know, and and it's another thing with Anubis. He is technically a military dog is what they call them. They were used for military. They were used because they had a great sense of smell. They were on the smaller side, very sleek, and they could move very quickly. They run very fast. Um, He can run probably about 50, 50, 60 kilometers if I let him. Mm -hmm. Like if I let him go, he just, boom, gone. But he, he also has those temperaments of a military dog. 
where if he doesn't want to, he'll tell you. Like he he's very militant about that. Like he's he the way he looks at you, the way he stands, he stands jotted forward and he oh, oh, you know, like just the way he does it, you're like, oh shit, okay, sorry. <laughs> I, I don't mean to inconvenience you, sir, but you know, I need to fucking yell at me if you want that treat again. You gotta respect his authority. His authority. <laughs> <laughs> He is pointed and ready to fuck shit up. <laughs> I didn't come here to fuck around, Martha. <laughs> That's what I say when I go into a burger joint and you order like three burgers and you know they're all the same burger and they don't realize it's just for you and you just turn to them and be like, I didn't come here to fuck around, Ted. Okay. All three of those burgers? Go and eat my fucking face. Okay? If you're a gentleman, keep the judging ass somewhere else. <laughs> Don't assume my appetite. Um so let's uh I'm gonna give a little shout out to uh the wonderful adopting I don't wanna say an agency because they're definitely not an agency. Um Rescue. Rescue, yes lovely people hanks haven and dog sanctuary um fantastic people um i love the owner she is so she's so nice to talk to um mm -hmm. and she genuinely cares about uh dogs and their well-being um this is not her her actual job but she makes it her her job because she does it night and day um i got anubis from her she was wonderful when i talked to her and I got him, um, he's actually from a rescue in Taiwan. I'm wearing the shirt right now for those that can't see, but hi, and Twitch can see me. I'm wearing a shirt, it says Mary's Doggies. Um, <laughs> Mary's Doggies, that's where Anubis came from and she predominantly rescues uh, from Austin Mountain Dogs in Taiwan and getting them to homes in Seattle, Vancouver, Toronto. Um, those are some big places that she sends them to. But uh, Hanks Haven, they're fantastic. I foster through them. I had my first foster. Almost was a foster fail because I loved her so much. Um, <laughs> but uh, I found the right person for her. So she went to a fantastic home. I made her a promise that I wouldn't let her go unless I felt that the person connected with me. And that person did. So, you know, she's in the right place. And it would have been selfish of me to keep her. Um, so it was definitely more selfless to give her to somebody who needed her truly needed her in their life and uh yeah so way to go Hanks Haven and all of my fostering family friends uh you guys are wonderful people and um I can't believe some of them they're on their like eighth ninth foster mm -hmm. so that's that's fantastic so way to go families and it's uh people like us that keep this community strong and uh giving dogs a new hope in life and a new um, you know, turn that leaf over and yeah. now they have a new side and it's just so amazing, especially to see their updates, you know, like Anubis from when I first got him to what he is now, it's just completely different dog. And it's so amazing. I'm, I'm so happy to be a part of this adopting world with the rest of these adopters. So, you know, Pi said when I first got him, her favorite breed is adopted and, you know, is a, is a rescue. And I, I fully feel that pie. So yeah, man, that's wonderful. 
It um, really is. Um, while we're on the subject, I'd like to give a shout out to uh, Under My Wing Pug Rescue is where I got Michaela almost a decade ago. <laughs> She's getting up there in age. But they did a wonderful job when I felt I was ready for another black pug and she was the best $400 I've ever spent. There's a couple of other um, pages that I follow. Um, uh, adoption and, and fostering is something that I really would like to get into when the time is right for us as a family. Um, so there's uh, three that are, are high up for me that I, I follow closely. The first one is uh, Lost Boys Hope. The second is um, Save Our Scruff. And the third is Second Chance Adoptions. They um, have all been just absolutely overwhelmed with adoption applications um i mean during this pandemic and stuff uh, which is another reason i knew that things were getting pretty serious it actually uh i remember a couple of them posting um you know where we have so many applications coming in that like we're not going to be able to answer all of them you know it, it's all run by volunteers and none of them do it full time and uh, it actually got to the point, I don't remember which group it was, and even if I did, I, I probably shouldn't say, but there was one group that, um, they, like, they were getting blasted by people trying to adopt from them on other pages because they weren't responding, and so, like, they started, like, a whole heat movement against uh, this particular uh, rescue, and it was just for the matter that they're getting thousands in, like, sometimes in a day it's impossible to go through all of them um so if that is something that you're looking to do uh, you might be in for a bit of a wait and also remember that you know there's a human on the other end of this it's it's heartbreaking to you know hear when somebody has dedicated their life to doing something so beautiful and so selfless on top of already having a full life of work and family and whatever else and then they're just getting attacked and and questioning whether or not they should keep the rescue open so you know please tread lightly be a decent person and you know you, you it might not be your time I, there's no other way to say it if you're not chosen you're not chosen and I think that might be part of the reason people look into breeders I mean you could easily get it gets so seedy you could easily get a dog that you know um a supposedly reputable breeder is going to give to you for you know an, an extensive amount of money um because they don't really care you know they just want to make the money they want to get rid of it so if you are looking for a dog through a breeder please 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 make sure it's a reputable breeder um and that they have their credentials Otherwise, you could pay a lot of money and you could end up with a very sick animal um, or you could end up in a position that we, we have been talking about this entire time. You could end up with a dog that isn't right for you. And that's nothing against you. That is nothing against the dog. It means your lifestyles are not compatible and that's okay. So again, you know, research and education, it's, it's the smartest way to go into this to make sure that there, there are no unhappy outcomes in the end the short form of this whole topic today is just <laughs> use your goddamn heads please people use your fucking <laughs> brains 
you know, I know that people while we're in quarantine now are not using their brains. <laughs> um, you know, I'm looking at you, America. Um, don't don't at me. Don't even at me. Um, but <laughs> use your brains. No, let them do it. Let them do what they're gonna do. Well, clearly they're gonna do what they want. <laughs> You, you mean this hair chemical is drinkable? Impress me. <laughs> Impress me now. <laughs> well, we'll save that for another topic, another yeah, show. So. It's a whole one unto itself. Oh, my God. And it won't even be just a jab at Americans. It will just be a jab at human race and how fucking stupid we can be. Trust Absolutely. me. We, we had a, a local protest against quarantine measures uh, yesterday actually Where? queen's park in oh, toronto yeah yeah there there was a protest pie uh people demanding their freedom <laughs> <laughs> this virus is a hoopla and sent me back to work so i can make some monies this feet under is nice and free free <laughs> to be worm food there was there was literally a sign of protest, and all it said was, "I need a haircut." Like, come on, are you fucking kidding me? Do what everybody else is doing. Just lop off your hair yourself. You right? know, like I was I was growing a glorious lady beard, and <laughs> I had to do something about it. You know, I fixed my eyebrows because now they're looking good yeah. and not caterpillars slapped on my face. But that beard needed to go. It got to go. No, you know, yeah, this, is, this is what I have to say to those protesters. Exactly, you know it. You get me. Ready? I yes, speak it. No, babe. You probably think this thing is about you. America. Look what you've done. <laughs> <laughs> Look what you've done with your protests. Are you happy? <laughs> oh my God, big money. I remember, like, I remember one of the first times you ever found a chin whisker. It was after work, and we were sitting on the curb waiting for Hubby to pick us up. I, I think he was coming. And I remember you looking at me, and you're like, oh my God, like, I found a chin whisker. And I looked at you, and I was like, Dude, I've been plucking chin whiskers for years. I come from a long <laughs> no. line of billy goats. No. <laughs> Is here billy goat? No. It's my family no. now. <laughs> the girl that did my makeup for my wedding was like, oh, because I found one the morning of my wedding. I was like, no! And I plucked <laughs> her out and she was like, oh, sweetie, don't feel so bad about yourself. I shave every once in a while. And I was like, you what now? <laughs> <laughs> Come again, you what? That's how you deal with this? You what now? <laughs> it gets pretty, it gets serious, man, when you get into the thick of it, every pun intended. <laughs> My favorite Why get a dog when you can just pet your own chin? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I so stupid? <laughs> Do I... Do I drink the chemicals? You know what? Let's make it a tonic for everybody. 
Love we it. all drink it. Let's let's just channel some Jim Jones action here, <laughs> and you know, drink that Kool Aid. Drink that Kool Aid. <laughs> if you don't know who Jim Jones is, uh, where have you been living your whole life? Shame on you. Shame, friends. You bring dishonor to your whole family. <laughs> Not everybody knows what, <laughs> what, was, what was that twitch? <sighs> that was my uncomfortable. I'm pretty sure that was racist laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I? I think <laughs> Then I remembered, like, your stepmom is Asian, so maybe it's, like, okay. It's okay. It's like, I don't know. I There was a lot that ran through my mind, and that was the sound that came out. <laughs> the, uh, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> don't at me for that one, either. <laughs> oh, I just saw the, <laughs> I just saw the screen, and it said, fear me. Fear me. So I That's have, uh, I have a Toy Story tank top on of, of Rex, and it says, fear me, please. Sweet. And it's one of my favorite tank tops. If my grandfather was alive, he would say things like, fear me. Please. Now, please. Fear me now. Bye-bye. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Ruler mustache. <laughs> Let me be your ruler. ruler. <laughs> you could call me Queen Pea. <laughs> I believe that fantasy. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to. I have the microphone on, like um, Britney here, so. You do, you have the Britney Spears mic. I love it. I just Why? need attention. <laughs> <laughs> Why not sing a little bit of uh, Lord? <laughs> Why not? All right. Um, that was a lovely uh, discussion today, ladies. Um, I'm actually very proud of us for uh, not getting too hot-headed during it, because when we were talking about shit this week, there was a <laughs> lot of cap locks in that conversation. Cursing. Yes. <laughs> it got pretty serious. So I think we um, did a very great job, uh, and I, I really hope people um, take our advice to heart, because regardless of you know pandemic or not. It's all really helpful advice to just make sure you know what you're getting into, what kind of dog you're getting, is it compatible, and, you know, one more time, do your research. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Remember to always keep fighting, stay fabulous, and, as always, give whatever stands in your way the giant middle finger. Can I do that to the blue dot on the bottom of my foot from when I dyed my hair blue? Please do. Fuck I dyed bitch. my whole body blue, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I blew myself. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> I missed that show. <laughs> Peace out, world. Bye. Ciao. Love you, girls. Bye. <laughs>